You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. And to get to gay today, together today. Together today. We are gathered here today <laughs> to listen to the Beach Boys in the background. Can you hear Can you hear it through your headphones? Because we've got some Beach Boys going over the uh, intercom music here at the Gear 30. It's pretty nice, actually. If you can't hear it, like I can sing it for you. you, can <laughs> you they can hear it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, Yes, we got Beach Boys, and we are talking trail runners today. Yeah, trail running footwear. So we talked a little bit about um, socks and trail running apparel. When it comes to trail running, we we've got probably through thirty different podcasts that we could do. I think on this is, should be part one of seventeen for footwear, <laughs> right? Like, where do you even begin on footwear? It's well, and the other thing too is, you know, we've all been avid runners for many years, but. Um, we're, we haven't used everything that's out no, there. There's fact, a lot of new brands that we just don't run in. I think I've only used like four brands. And out of those four brands, each brand has a sh- trail running lineup that there's. I haven't ran in all their, right. their trail runners. Right. Um, probably the most I've used is Ultra. Uh, but I haven't even used all of them. Right. Um, and then there's brands like Solomon that has a, a pretty good lineup. I haven't used all theirs. Adidas. Um, Adidas. Adidas. <laughs> Topo, I have Brooks, um, and yeah, like there's a there's a lot that are sort of the main that I've that I've tried, and I bounce back and forth. Do you find yourself bouncing back and forth between like some people are like, oh, I only run in whatever brand brand only, yeah, yeah, but H- Hoka only, yeah, or Hoka, something. which unfortunately we don't carry at Gear Thirty, but that's a pretty big, pretty popular brand um, for trail running. I am. I bounce back and forth. Right. I do too because yeah. there are certain aspects. Now, I'm pretty brand loyal to certain brands until they stop being awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason not to be loyal. Like I was brand loyal to Altra when – so one of my good friends, um, Brian Beckstead, he was one of the guys that started Altra. He and Golden Harper and another guy. Um they started Altra, and I was good friends with him back then. Um, he was actually my boss at one of the shops that I worked at years ago. Anyway, so I was I was out trail running with him, and he told me about these shoes that they were developing, and then he showed me the prototypes, and I tried one on, and holy cow, it felt amazing. And then as soon as they came out with their first line of Altra shoes, I bought their Roadrunner and their Trail Runner, the Lone Peak and the Instinct, um, the original ones. And they were mind-blowingly good for me like they felt amazing they felt so good on my feet they were they held up well those lone peaks held up for a long time the original the original ones and i just i could not believe how good they were they were ugly but man they felt amazing (laughs) Uh, i thought they were all right Uh, yeah yeah, i mean they didn't look as sleek and stylish as they do now and 
and compared to some of the other brands, but they were good. And functionally, I just couldn't find a better shoe. I wish they still made that original Lone Peak. That was, in my opinion, the best Lone Peak they ever made. I don't, and I don't know why, because it's, it's like their first shoe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but they were amazing. So then, so I was like hardcore ultra evangelist, like telling everybody you've never you've never worn a shoe this good before, and and a lot of people bought them because I was so over the top about them, and they all agreed they were amazing. And then over the years, they've changed and they've become more visually attractive and they've tried different things and I have liked them less and less. Now, I shouldn't say that I don't like, or I, I, I do like them still. I really like their shoes still, but they're not for me personally as good as they used to be. Um, they've changed their Lone Peaks, they've made them wider, they've made them thicker, they've done other things, and now the Lone Peak's not really my favorite shoe anymore. I do like their, um, the Superior, I do like some of their other shoes that they've come out with, the Olympus and other things. Um, I've tried them, I've tried the Olympus, I've tried the... The Temp. The Temp. Um, the Superior, all these different shoes, and, and they all are good for their own specific but purpose. They, but Ultra is the one that they mainstream two things, the zero drop and the wide foot-shaped toe box, to which now uh, they're only competitors there. Does Hoka do that? Are they zero drop? Or, I know, mm, or they have a drop. They, they usually have a drop, but they're more minimal than your traditional shoes. And, and Topo. Yeah. Um, and so I like and, to and there's some other small, really small brands out there that, um, like Vivo barefoot and a few mm -hmm. others that make those similar shoes. But yeah, yeah, as far as mainstream brands, you're right. It's kind of Topo or Altra. Yeah. And, uh, and Topo does have a little bit of a drop in some of their shoes. A little um, bit. So yeah, it's the first time you run in an Altra, you, it's a different experience. Right. And you're gonna love it or or not uh in fact they they used to tell you on the box i don't know if they still do like you gotta transition. don't go all out in these right. things yeah when you first buy them take your time because your calves will end up killing you and stuff um but after so i've been wearing my pure grits brooks a uh -huh. lot recently and after wearing topos but i had a foot injury so this is why i, like, I cycle through shoes because i like oh i really like my ultras oh now i'm wearing my topos and now i'm wearing my brooks and then i go back to my topos again but i had a foot injury and it was in the arch and i don't actually know what happened but it was a something bad <laughs> and the only shoe that i could wear that had enough arch support without an insert or anything was the brooks pure grit huh. and i've been able to wear that and work out like walk and then now jog to where okay okay because i actually prefer to run at the topos but i couldn't they didn't have enough arch support yeah so um and that's just uh, uh as of late so the, and that's different from trail performance that's yeah sort of just in-house but yeah so one thing that you'll notice like when i started wearing the ultras brian told me to do the same thing like i need to get my feet used to it, strengthen my feet and stuff. Because what, what, when you're wearing traditional shoes, particularly those with like what we would consider good arch support is your feet get weak. The muscles get weak around uh, that are supporting your foot and your arch and all the bones and stuff, because it's like, you're kind of wearing a cast and it won't. Um, and it's, it's really kind of 
causing your foot to not have to work. So the muscles in your foot are getting weaker. And then if you jump into a, a shoe like an Altra or something that's zero drop, that's less support and stuff, suddenly your foot's having to go from not working to working overtime to try to support it. And if you transition too quickly, you'll have injuries and some of those other things. Can we talk about a crappy shoe? Because they no longer make this shoe. And uh, I told you about this. Like I rolled my ankle three or four times in this shoe. And I'm like, how do you make a crappy shoe? Um, it was Patagonia. They had oh. a trail running shoe. And I won them. And I, I was like, I was over the moon because I got these <laughs> free shoes from Patagonia. Trail runners, Patagonia. I'm like, these are going to be the greatest things ever. Were they ever. the orange ones? I thought no. they were green, actually. Okay, maybe yours um, are green. I had a different pair. And they looked orange. cool. They felt really good That's on. all that matters. They, they looked, looked cool. cool. They bra- I said, Patagonia. <laughs> and, uh, they, but they were really comfortable. I would roll my freaking ankles all the and I don't I'm that's not me I normally don't roll an ankle I have pretty whatever reason I just don't normally do that I don't know (laughs) I I think I don't know what that is I don't know what skill that is it's just a thing (laughs) right like some people but and so when I started rolling I rolled the first time and it's like oh that was weird that hurt okay and I thought I thought I blamed me and then I did like two more two or three more times and I thought I don't know if this is this me. This is totally this Patagonia's fault. This has got to be fault. the shoe. <laughs> and I stopped wearing them, and I stopped I stopped rolling my ankles on the same trail. I switched <laughs> shoes, and so I'm like, how does that even? Can, so you, so there are bad shoes out there, bad trail shoes out there, sure, or poorly. I don't know, like yeah, just bad design or bad design, or maybe a bad design for your style. And of we can knock on them now because they don't make them anymore. Right. Or they they <laughs> they learned their lesson or yeah. something. I don't know because. Yeah, but th- but that was we- I thought that was interesting that I'm like yeah their shoes are not good. Yeah, I I had a pair of Patagonia shoes too that were given to me. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Luke Nelson, who's a is a well known trail runner, and an awesome guy, amazing guy. He's sponsored by Patagonia, and back when Patagonia came out with the trail running line, he hooked me up with a pair of shoes. He wanted me to test them out, and I actually liked those shoes. They were shoes that he had kind of helped design along with Patagonia. I actually like the shoes, but durability-wise, they were a pretty padded, comfortable shoe. They're made for 100-mile races and stuff, but really lightweight. They just didn't hold up as well as I wanted to, wanted up to, especially on the on the trails here. We've got a lot of quartzite and sharp rocks and stuff like that. It just tore the midsole up yeah. very quickly. Um, but they're actually a pretty comfortable shoe and um, slightly wider toe box and stuff. So I didn't mind those shoes, but I remember they had, they came out at the time with like two or three different models. And I remember you got a different model than me and you weren't that thrilled Mm -hmm. on them. And I wasn't that thrilled actually, because you know, with the ultras, the, and that some of the other brands that I was running in, I was getting five, six, seven, 800 miles out of my shoes. And with those, I 200 miles maybe and then another brand that uh deserves respect in the the trail running industry probably because the, arguably the best trail runner in the world is sponsored by him solomon right and i was a huge solomon fan for a while um because i well, you strap on a pair of solomons it feels like you're strapping on a ferrari you know like, right like, let's, let's do this you know um, runs so much faster you know? yeah and then you put on altars and it's feel like i got clown shoes on <laughs> um but but I for some, but I'm a bigger guy, and and as far as trail running goes, I'm only five nine. But when I was running trails, 
I was the heaviest when I was running because I'm I'm heavier now. But it was like 180, which is pretty heavy. Like a lightweight trail runner, like 140 to 155 or something like that. 160, 130, <laughs> 130 yeah. yeah. And so you know, but I in, began to really enjoy the wide toe box, the slower vibe of that kind of a shoe. It doesn't mean it's a slow shoe. It just was a more comfortable shoe More comfortable shoe, yeah. And that's when I switched from the Solomons to to a wide toe box. But every now and then I'll look at my Solomons and I'm like, because they get so much press and so, many, and so much love and they're local, there's a local representation here for Solomon in Ogden. And I'm like, God, what? I haven't worn Solomon for a while. Yeah. You know, like I need to go, maybe go try them again or something. But I don't know what your thoughts are on I had another pair of Adidas that was sim- very similarly built construction-wise to the Solomons, but those those more more maybe overbuilt, slimmer, right. Euro show running shoes. I I like I like Solomon as a company. I used to run in their shoes quite a bit, and I liked them at the time because I didn't know any better. I think. Um, then shortly after that, I got an Altra's and it blew my mind how much more comfortable. And since then, I've had a hard time going back to Solomon. I've, I've owned Solomon shoes since, um, but I can't run in them. Same with Adidas. Same yeah. with, um, I'm wearing a pair of Salewas. Can't run in Salewas. Um, what about those mountain brands like Salewa, La Sportiva Trail Runners, Scarpa Trail Runners? So I've, I've used them all <laughs> and I like them all but they're not as comfortable for me as like a Topo or an Altra. <clears throat> With that said, I'm, I'm a major Topo fan because for me, Topo is what Altra was. Lighter weight, wider toe box, but not super wide, sloppy, the type of thing. When I get into Altras now, I find myself my foot slopping around a lot more than it used to. And I don't find that as much in the Topos. I feel like they're topos are well made and that sort of thing so big topo fan hopefully they don't screw it up (laughs) um i like la sportiva shoes a lot for trail running but they're slightly narrower toe box that i'm not used to and so what i find is when i'm wearing those i can't do super long miles in them but for example the bushido that's one of my favorite shoes it's a tighter fitting shoe and it actually, when you first try them on in the store, they're going to fit really, really tight, almost too tight. They loosen up over time. You wear them for a couple of weeks and they loosen up and become more comfortable. But if I'm running technical trails, that's an awesome shoe because it fits yeah. so snug like a glove. And I just feel so nimble and light. Plus, it's got a real aggressive outsole. The that outsole's protective like there's a plastic rock guard and stuff in them and i just feel like i can take on the nastiest trails in those but that's not a shoe that i would want to go run 50 miles in personally my wife wears it all the time she loves it she'd wear it run 50 miles in it today but not for me i'd rather have a more comfortable shoe that i can just pound out the miles in like a topo for that so what's the average price range of charoners Man, they've gotten expensive. Yeah, they'll go up to, I think your average like one thirty to one forty. Yeah, um, you and can get some in the one sixty area, but you can also get some in the ninety nine area. So, you, so that's because the the waterproofing. Um, the one sixty, like one plus one forty, I think is mostly going to be a. A lot of them are going to have a waterproof option in that price range. But when you get into just the higher, 
higher end of each brand. I mean, Hoka's getting well over 200. Solomon has some non-waterproof options that are 200 plus. Mm-hmm. Um, Altra's are even getting getting 150 plus. So prices are going up, yeah. even if they're not waterproof. But I think you're right. Usually when you're getting under the $150 plus range, they're starting to get that waterproof. And they'll have like their Vibram options that are sometimes more expensive. Um, or like I know with Topo, um, the more expensive ones are going to have that carbon fiber rock guard. Their cheaper options don't have that carbon fiber rock guard. So Who's that? A Topo. Topo has a carbon fiber rock Well, they have that front um, rock guard in Topos. Not, it's not carbon though, right? I Is it just it plastic? Carbon. Maybe it's just plastic. I thought it was carbon. I would be but blown away if they were putting in some carbon in maybe there. Maybe it's just plastic. I don't know. But... It's got that rock guard. But I think that Solomon's done something with carbon fiber before in their rock guards. Okay. Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, I, I could be wrong. I don't it's know. a rock guard nonetheless. Um, but like the MT2, MT3 versus the, um, now the Terra Venture is the same MT platform. It's $10 more to get the Terra Venture because it has that rock guard in there. So I'm out of the scene, as far, so social scene, I guess, as far as like the trail running for the most part, um, which I was in for a while. And at the time, I mean, Hoka was just crushing. This is maybe four, four years ago or five years ago. So where, where's Hoka on the landscape these days? They're still, still crushing. Still crushing it. The Western yeah. States last year, I think it was like forty or fifty percent of the runners Hoka. were in Hoka, and then and then Altra was the next one, I think. Them, yeah, and the rest is like a smorgasbord of <laughs> random different brands, right. Adidas and. And Topo mm-hmm. and Solomon, Solomon and, and Puma. Yeah. Oh, you can't forget. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I freaking love Puma. I think Puma's projected next year to be sixty percent of the runners <laughs> at Western. Yeah, they're making a huge search. I have some Puma tennis <laughs> shoes. I should wear them. They're, they're <laughs> all not. white with like like the green Puma on it. Uh, I got them at like the men's fashion store. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see those, have you seen like the race car driver shoes that yeah. they wear? They're just like almost like a tight-fitting slipper shoe thing. Every time I see those Puma shoes, I think I want a pair so I can be a race car driver because <laughs> that's what they look like there to me. But All right, if you can finish, because uh, I've seen marathoners uh, where they've finished in ski boots. Yeah, I saw that. You've seen that? No. Yeah, like set the record in like straight up ski boots. Like buckled feet. up ski boots, 26.2 miles. Huh? In ski what boots. was this? Oh yeah, that's been it's been done multiple times actually. There's and there's a record, but what about so trail running a hundred miles in ski boots? No, there's no way. <laughs> like, what would be a really hard, but like you could actually pull it off in like a chaco or something. I don't know. Maybe moon boots. Moon boots. Oh boy, <laughs> that'd be pretty sweet. Moon boots would be interesting. <laughs> There would be nothing left of those moon boots, <laughs> by the way. There would be nothing left of your feet. Yeah. yeah. Um, Clogs. Wait. Or like the... What are Crocs? We talk about Crocs. 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 Yeah. 100 miles in Crocs. I don't know. I I feel like 100 miles in the best shoes is a an accomplishment, really. I know a lot of people who will go into these 100 milers with multiple different brands of shoes because one shoe that they, in the race. yeah they have yeah. a they have a certain like a, a favorite shoe they like the feel of a certain shoe but just switching up to a different feeling shoe can give their foot some relief i could see that 
So it's like maybe you start out the race in a, a tighter fitting shoe and then later on you like take them off and you put on a wide just ultra going, or hoka yeah, or something. And it's like, you could start in a lone peak and then just bump up to like a Torin and then the the Olymp- Olympia or Olympi- Olympus, Olympus yeah. like at the end just because like more cushion as right. you go. Yeah. yeah. And you're going slower and all that stuff. Yeah. So one thing to, to remember. So when I did my my hundred miler i did the first 50 in ultra lone peaks and the second 50 in a pair of hokas that i hadn't trained in properly a buddy of mine gave them to me they happened to be the right size he said hey put put these in your bag just in case this is all this is what you should not do what not to do do. yeah and um so mile 50 i wasn't planning on wearing them but my feet were sore and you started in which ones ultra lone peaks the lone peaks yeah the 2.0s the red ones um so mile 50 take my Wait, shoes so off i thought it was a 50 miler this is the 100 this is the 100 okay mile 50 take my sh- my ultras off and i was just thinking like i was just gonna put on another pair of ultras and keep running and then i thought you know what? i'm just gonna slip on these hokas and see how they felt feel oh, they felt so amazing it felt like putting on <laughs> pillows they felt so good i just couldn't imagine going further in anything else so I wore them, but I hadn't trained in them properly, and they're so cushy and squishy that I think I didn't have the same lateral support side to side, and I hadn't trained in them. I had weak hips. I think, in part, that that contributed to the IT band issues that I had by mile 75 because I was in these squishy shoes where I was just like, ooh, just... Running on marshmallows. Yeah, and so... I think that put some extra strain on those stabilizing muscles that were, weren't that strong anyway, caused, contributed to the knee issues. So rule of this, like moral to this story is train in the shoes that you're going to run the race in, (laughs) um, because your body adapts to that and and gets used to that. Right. Yeah. Train in the shoes that you're going to wear. Don't just don't, especially on race day, don't throw anything into okay, the mix. So what's the most obscure brand you've owned or ran in or tried? Like Vans? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, believe it or not, I've not ran in Vans. So um, as far as just owning obscure. or running in? Yeah, well, well, known for running shoes. Okay. Then, like what, what are people running in that you've seen that you're like, what in the heck is that? Well, there's those people that run in those Luna sandals. And that's Luna sandals is, and that's, that's a thing, man. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. I I've seen, I'll, I got past, oh, I hope she's listening to this. I don't know who she is. We were hiking down Hidden Valley. Is that what it uh-huh. sounds yeah. like? I'm just thinking of Ranch all of a sudden. Hidden, Hidden <laughs> Valley uh, Trail, which is in Ogden here. It's one of the steeper trails. And we were heading down one of the steeper versions, hiking down. And this girl yelled, so she was up trail fr- up the trail from us like, on your right or whatever like she was coming down passes us hauling in short shorts and luna sandals and i'm like this is this is impressive because i didn't know you could run that fast in that technical of terrain in a sandal yeah she proved me wrong so it might have been the same girl but my wife used to run with the lady who ran in luna sandals short blonde hair yeah probably her yeah same one she's she's fast big legs like and like not big like like muscle like she was she was not a thin per se 
like a bony runner. I don't know how, you, how to explain that in any like without offending everybody. But she wasn't like, you know what I mean? Like she looked like she had worked at like had muscle in her legs. And yeah. She, she was coming down this mountain like really fast. Yeah. Probably the same girl because the, the friend of my wife's blonde hair runs in Luna Sandals really fast. Really good runner. Um, yeah. And she swears by it and she's fast. And like, I, I guess I just got to try it. I don't I, know how you pull that off. Yeah, I can't I, run in my flip-flops, I'll tell I you know. that much. Some people, I think there's like this mental thing. Some people like the freedom, the whatever, the air through their toes. I don't know exactly he what it is. Chase. He's like smoking weed over <laughs> the court. Uh, he doesn't yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, that little closer to earth, the yeah. uh, very minimalistic style, which sort of is where Ultra was based in. You know, right. that very minimalistic right. foot. Wide, yeah, wide toe box thing, as is the case in in all industries. But um, as is the case in all industries, and and was the case I think in the running industry, we had that born to run movement. Everything's going minimal and stuff like that. And the, I drank the, the Kool Aid on that. Oh stuff, yeah, man, that was a great store book. <laughs> store, a, everything. Yeah, yeah, I was all for it too. The pendulum swings one way. Everything goes really lightweight, very minimal. Then Hoka comes out to address the crowd that doesn't want the minimal and they go to the maximal um, cushion and stuff like that. And then I think it uh, ultimately it's going to swing back toward the middle. And, and so Altra started out in that minimal side and then they went and did some of the maximum, but still holding on to the principles of wide toe box, foot shaped toe box, zero drop. It's funny. I remember the first time seeing Hoka, I thought they were on stilts. Yeah. yeah. I was like, where did these shoes come from? <laughs> oh, I just thought they looked so ridiculous. So hideous. It was like, uh-uh. But there's, there's something to them, especially when you're doing 100 miles. Everybody was wearing them. Yeah. Right. Oh, everyone on the trail. I'm all, okay. There's right. some, whatever they are, they're something working. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I'm a big, uh, there's a lot of brands out there that are very good, that make very good trail runners. Scarpa this year got some big awards and some magazines for their trail runners. Um, I've always thought Sportiva had some good trail runners. In fact, my friend Luke Nelson, um, who was the Patagonia athlete, he runs in, in Sportivas and swears by him, and he's awfully fast. Um, so there's a lot of great brands out there. The brand, my favorite brand, I just keep going back to Topo, but I also really like Altra. I like what they stand for. Um, I wish they would release the originals. The Lone Peak The Ridge. Lone Peak original. I'd buy 20 pairs. Uh, and they should like the same color and everything. Oh yeah. Just, if they made them exactly yeah. the same, I would buy as many as they would let me because that was the best shoe I've ever owned for the trail. Just amazing. Um, anyway, so those are, those are my footwear choices. What, any, any thoughts to add anything you guys want no, to add? To I just footwear? see people running in everything, you know, and it's, and when someone comes in to shop for a shoe here, it's really hard. Cause I don't, like they want to know, like, well, what are you wearing? It's like, you know, I can tell you, but it's gonna like <laughs> feet it's personal. Feet well, it's personal, yeah. It's like let's let's try a few things and see what you end up liking. Right, and everybody's feet are different, and the way that everybody runs is different, which is gonna make mean that one shoe is gonna work for one person and it won't work for another person. And I'm I'm a big fan. Like, there are certain running biomechanics that are going to help everyone avoid certain um, injuries and some of those types of things but ultimately um, everybody's different that's why you've got the different shoes i finished my first two or three marathons at with um 
Target Coles like New Balance. Yeah. It works. Right? And, it, and it worked. Yeah. Because yeah, I didn't know. I didn't go to a running. First time I went to a running store was the night before the, my first marathon. And I went to go pick up. Uh, uh, Packet? No, not the, no, actually it wasn't the packet. Just like, uh, what do you call the little things nutrition? you eat? No, nutrition. Yeah, goo just, and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then it wasn't until after that race that I thought, well, I should probably look at some decent shoes after, <laughs> after I ran my first marathon. Yeah. And, then, and then I think I, I just bought like nice New Balance yeah. at Target or whatever. And then, then it was because I didn't go into a running store to buy running shoes until I was like way into the process. Um, and I, it was, it worked. It was fine. Yeah. The shoes weren't the problem. It was, you know, it, as right. far as run, it was, it was just me as an athlete or a runner, but that's, shoes can make a huge difference for, for, uh, for an individual, I think on the, especially on a trail where you've got rocks and all these kinds of things. Um, but you don't, I guess what I'm trying to say is the lesson is just get out there and trail run and whatever you got. And then and then figure that and then come in and, and we'll show you some options. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But. And and the other thing too, I think there are so many other components that lead to having a good experience on the trails. Not only your footwear, but the the socks that you wear gonna make a big difference. The playlist. The play <laughs> right. <laughs> that's huge. That's, that's huge. That's <laughs> huge. Um but yeah, the socks, the the apparel that you're wearing, like you don't have to have the nicest apparel to go out and enjoy a good trail run. But if you're going on a really super long run, that makes a difference. Are you chafing? Uh, chafing in your, will ruin ev- in your wearing the best nether regions and stuff. And start chafing and right. it's like game over. Do you have, yeah. you have your body glide or, or some type of anti-chafe green, nut butter, nut butter or, or something? Do you have like, you got the right socks on? Do you got the right clothes on? Do you got the right running pack? Is your running pack chafing you? Do you have enough water? Do you have too much water? All that stuff. Like it all plays a role. So it's kind of a science when anytime you start getting to that extreme to the extremes of distances and other things it becomes this whole big science but i think the most the most important thing is if you want to get into trail running go run and get the and worry about the gear as you go because if you're waiting until you have all the gear what you're going to find is that the gear that you thought you wanted isn't all going to be the exact gear that you end up needing and you'll you'll spend money on things you don't need and anyway, so just get running first and then come into the shop and try some stuff on. Hashtag go run. Get out there. Yeah. So thanks for listening to the Gear 30 podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at, at gear underscore three zero and also visit our website, gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Visit our blog. Um, follow us on Facebook or, or friend us or what do you, you do on Facebook? follow like us like 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 us on facebook and um and yeah thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode we'll see you out there